0: All right, we're back. This is Barstool Buddhas. This is Barstool Bits, number two. We did this once before. Uh, as you can see, uh, Rip's not here. He's out working for a living today, and I've got some time off, and I thought I would do this. So, uh, as you might have noticed if you follow us, that we haven't been around for about six weeks. i getting on six weeks. I've been out traveling around doing my job, and uh, then when I get home, I've got projects. You know how that is. So, um And and the big reason is that there's been so much going on. It was kind of like just getting slammed in the head every day when you turn on the news. So I was sitting around waiting to see when and if it would be appropriate to come up with another one. They these to talk about things. So there's so many people on television uh, and all the other sources talking about the same things over and over and over again that I think the last thing people need is just another person doing the very same thing. Uh, but I wanted to bring an overview of what I see going on and maybe uh, get some people's attention, maybe on a bigger view, maybe some things that we can do individually to uh, shift some of the outcomes that we're seeing that are coming into focus. So I got a message for you. There used to be a saying out there that the barbarians are at the gate. Well, let me tell you something. They're not at the gate anymore. They're sitting at your kitchen table eating your lunch. Literally. And after lunch, they're probably going to shoot your racist golden retriever and start fondling your trans children. <laughs> you might think that's trying to be humorous, but you know what? Look at the news. You just, the, the, craziness out there is just, it's almost unbounded. Uh, so, you know, uh, we're now tasked with trying to function in a truly insane world and it is getting that way more so every day. Um, there's a lot of things going on. Like I say, I don't want to get into too many of the news things because uh, you probably all heard it already. Some of it's kind of dated, although the effects are not dated. Uh, they're going to continue to be with us for quite some while. And, you know, Mr. Biden's ending of the Afghanistan war after 20 years uh, turned out to be a less than spectacular event. Uh, but he's got that going on and it's the dust is settling if it will ever settle. And, and so he's turned his attention to the United States. So while he had a miserable ending to Afghanistan, he's quite actively pursuing a war against the United States of America. And that's my opinion. Uh, he's enlisted the corporations and, and big tech to push his agenda outside what I consider constitutional bounds are. He can't get some stuff done, so he's going to let everybody else that can pressure the American citizen into complying with whatever edicts he has termed necessary to get him back in a good mood. As he said, he's he's losing patience with the American people. Uh, The last time I looked, the president served at the will of the American people, not the other way around. So that's a big one, and it's a It shows you how on uh, upside down things are right now. Um, And the gentleman does a press conference and somebody cuts off his mic if he goes off script. I personally want to know who that person is that's turning off the mic. I didn't vote for him, more than likely. Um, And then along the same lines of that, Mr. Biden is uh, seeking very actively to bankrupt the American economy by another uh, three point something trillion dollar relief package. Um, That's a huge amount of money horrendous amount of money that's just being printed and putting the American taxpayer in debt for the next 150 years, if we make it that far. Um, You know, it just proves, once again, that there is no leadership in Washington, D.C. No matter which side of the aisle that you are rooting for to win, uh, we're all going to lose, and we're going to lose big if this goes the wrong way. So, you know, it's kind of like we're all lemmings heading for the cliff, and we're all just plodding along behind these clowns and just letting them do what they will take a stand, get active, start making some noise. Um, so, you know, cause this is a democracy at this point point, we have a very vocal minority uh, that is guiding and pushing the United States into ways that I personally don't appreciate and don't want to see it go. But, you know, shame on us. Uh, if we indeed do have the giant, um, uh, Uh, Majority, silent majority. It's time for the silent majority to stand up and be heard because it won't matter much if we let it go much farther. So they will have changed the laws. They will change the way things get done in general culture. Uh, There'll be no going back. And I don't I'm not one of these that say we can always go back to what it was. Uh, I don't live in my grandfather's world in World War II or Korea. That world's gone. The Vietnam era is gone. You know, the 70s, the 80s, they all change. They go into and it mutates into something else. Uh, But there were cultural values that we we held uh, close to the heart, which are going to be made almost impossible if the new agendas are pushed through the way they're going through. So, uh, like I say, the other side Is pushing hard and using all available means to get what they want. If you're sitting on the sidelines doing nothing, you're part of the problem. So uh, I don't want to sound like the left-wing parrots who say silence is violence, but let me tell you what, silence is defeat. You can can put that one in the books. So um, I'm going to go somewhere with this that many people, you're going to hear the air leave the room when I bring this up because it's such a visceral reaction. And it has to do with the Texas abortion law that just was passed. And it's going to create some discontent in my personal area. I can tell you that. But what I want to bring to it is another, another opinion and another view, maybe. Um, you know, last year, I looked these stats up. But USA, approximately in the year 2020... 365,000 people died of COVID. Now, I thought it was more than that, but that's what the stats I found were. So we'll just go with that for this conversation. In the same time frame, approximately 865,000 illegal abortions were performed. Let those numbers sink in. When you look at what is happening with the, the, the COVID deaths and everything related to COVID, shutting down not only this country, but the world, It's pretty amazing that 365,000 people in this country have resulted in lockdowns, masks, all the other things that go with it, the divisiveness in the society, everything that's led to where we are today. That many people died. And I don't know how many got sick because I didn't look that up. But then you turn around and you say 865,000 people were prevented from being born. And that's how I'm going to put that prevented from being born in the same time period. I don't see one thing shut down, one mask being worn, one vaccination being taken, no consideration for that number, which is a staggering amount more than people who lost their lives in COVID. Now, I want to be very careful about this because uh, I want to let people know I don't really have a side. I'm not pro-life. You know, I'm not uh, pro-abortion. I'm just a person in the middle trying to look at what's rational. I was in the old moderate camp where, you know, if someone was raped or there was incest uh, or other medical reasons why you should have to terminate a pregnancy, if there was some reasonableness to it, something in a humanitarian nature of any kind that was justific- justifying it, you know, I was, I personally was like, okay, if you got to do it, you got to do it. Right. Um, but 865,000 people were prevented from. In this country, from being born. Now, the whole argument that, as I can see, is uh, they don't know when life actually begins. That's a big deal for for the folks on that side of it. And now they're saying the fetal heartbeat that you've been listening to with your children when you go to have the ultrasound wasn't really a heartbeat, and all this other uh, shuffling around of justification. Well, let me let me just posit this particular idea. So even if we can't tell when life begins, we can certainly tell when it ends. So when you terminate a pregnancy, all other considerations aside, you stop that embryo, that person, from becoming a human being. You have terminated, and that's the word to use, that life possibility. So, you know, we can argue this point to we all are dead and standing in front of our maker. But the point is, it's death by semantics. That person no longer exists or no longer can exist. Okay. And that was 865,000 people last year. Two or three years back, it was 1.2 million. That's a lot of people that didn't get here. Now, I'm not going to argue the morality, the ethics on this on this particular thing. I just wanted it to be a thought piece. The world is turned upside down by COVID heart disease, cancer, all those things, they don't even add up to one year's worth of abortions in this country. Think about that for a second. So, you know, I'm not advocating for this way or that way. I'm just saying it's a thought piece. You need to be thinking about what you're standing behind, what you're supporting. Which brings up my next point. This was the most disconcerting thing I heard on this subject. There was a piece on the Internet yesterday, I believe it was, where there was a lady espousing the philosophy that abortion was a woman's human right. Take that in. A human right to stop a person from being born. Now, if you think back through human history... You, we've had tyrants, we've had mass murders, we've had wars, all kinds of things that go on, down to simple self-defense, capital punishment issues, all that, where one group of people has, has asserted that they have the right to stop, up to the point of death, something from going on, to stay alive themselves. Okay, so I don't know, I'm not getting to the right or wrong of that, but that's generally where we stood. I can't think of a single incidence in the history of mankind or someone posited the claim that they had a human right to stop another person from living as their basic right to do without some kind of legalistic kind of framework to work that in. So now we have people on television telling the women of the world they have a human right to abortion. I think we need to stop right where we are and really start thinking about that. You may have a legal right to do it under the law. That's one thing. You may have a medical need and a right to do what you need to do. Not gonna argue that point, but to tell the rest of the world that you have a legal right to stop someone from becoming a person or to being born. I think it's time to pause and take a few steps back and look at that. So that's my whole thing about the abortion issue. As you can tell, if you think about this, I'm not really saying that you should shut all the clinics down. I'm not saying that it's evil. I'm just saying that it's something as a human being, you need to take very seriously. And it needs to be a very profound decision and necessary when you do that. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Cause that's going to really upset a lot of people, uh, you know, so, in keeping with the craziness, and that I think it's part of the craziness we're dealing with, Australia. Yesterday, I heard uh, f- several points that uh, they're they're converting some kind of camps they used to use for other, I guess, with mining or something, into COVID camps. Now, they're not calling them concentration camps, but they are meeting the the basic understanding of what a concentration camp is. You put people in concentrated places to keep a certain thing from happening or to contain a certain thing, they are putting COVID people in camps. I saw a short clip where there was a fellow who transgressed some some kind of rule, um, whether it was a mask or coughing or whatever he did in public, went on home, and a few hours later, a SWAT team, heavily armed, came to his house, confronted him, surprised him from the looks of it. He had no idea he would created, created such a mess or com, uh, committed such a heinous crime. They all packed him away and took him someplace. I suspect it's to one of the camps or jail or whatever. But here's Australia, probably one of the top five democracies on the planet five years ago, now having concentration camps and going to people's houses with SWAT teams to pick them up for their infractions. This is crazy, people. This is this is danger zone stuff here for this to go on um, so you know the whole purpose of the, the things we've talked about is the craziness and we're getting numb to it because it's coming so fast so hard so constantly at you that you're just getting numb and when you get numb you'll tend to hide You'll you'll tend to shut up you'll just comply and the people that are pushing these agendas are going to get what they want And you will have no recourse but to submit. And I'm telling you, the the time is now to do something about this. Be vocal. Exercise your freedoms. Exercise the freedom to think and think clearly before you comply. There's a book out there that you probably should look into. And uh, this is not a paid endorsement, but it's by a man named Mark Levin, who is one of the smartest people I've ever heard. He wrote a book called American Marxism. If you read this book, it's like the, uh, the script for what you see happening on television. All the kind of radical agendas you see, it kind of puts them together, lets you see there is a basis in what a lot of these folks are doing, and it's Marxism. It's based in Marxism and the whole postmodernistic thought process, and it's going to strip you of the life that you think you have if you sit and do nothing. So... Do look at this book it'd be the best $15 you ever spent. If you buy it electronically, it's about 14 You go to the bookstore, it's a little more. Uh, invest in this book. You don't have to agree with everything Mark has to say, but it'll be so obvious to you that he's not wrong uh, much of the time. So it's, it's a good way to inform yourself. It stimulates thought. You may disagree with it, but give it a shot. Okay, so, you know, I, I wanted to... Talk about some things here before I close. Um, It's kind of the obituaries for today. I call it the cultural obituaries. I look around and I see things like decency, self respect, self reliance, mutual respect, any respect for objective values and common positive purposes that we generally used to take for granted. We always well, we didn't always live up to all those, but they were they were goals that we had. They were objective, uh, in the sense objective realities, in the sense that we we held them out as realities, an objective place to be, as a standard. But now in this postmodern age, where everybody is the center of their own universe, where the subjective me is the center of the universe, uh, those those values are taking a real big hit, uh, and and the. The one thing I say it on this, this show a lot is the, the my truth thing you hear. It's like somebody sticking a red hot, red hot iron in my left eye. My truth. I have never heard of anything so self-centered and off track in my life. There is the truth. We all try to get to the truth and we all have opinions about what that truth is. But when we posit that we have my truth and you have your truth, all these little truths running around banging into each other, somebody's going to be right, somebody's going to be wrong, and it's going to make a mess out of society. And if you don't think it, society's a mess, I, I take a look at the VMA Awards on television the other night. That was the biggest fiasco I've ever seen. That was scum bubbling at high boil, On nationwide television, I have never seen such, what would you call it, decadence. You know, the the communists used to call us the decadent West. The the Muslim community says we're decadent and we're fallen. You know, I didn't always go along with those particular viewpoints. But when you watch something like the VMA Awards, and I'm not going to depict for you on this what it was, the whole thing was just trash. It passes for entertainment. I think the Foo Fighters were the only thing I could uh, I could actually stomach. They were actually music. The rest of this, I don't know what it's supposed to be. It passes for entertainment. But to be back on track, these folks obviously have no idea what self-respect is about, mutual respect, or decency whatsoever. Uh, and if you even cast a wide net on people's opinions about what those words mean, they still come up short. Uh, Like I said, the inmates are running the asylum and the rest of us are wondering what the hell's going on. And we don't have a long time to think about it. We need to push back. We need to find a place to stand. We need to redefine our own values, live by them, and not back down from them. Because there are a lot of forces at play right now that are telling us that we're going to have to comply with this new world they're crafting. And I don't see much about it that I like. Um, You can form your own opinion. That's my opinion. But like I said, I'm not telling you all these things are my truth. It's my opinion. I still have an opinion, and I want to keep my opinions. You know what I mean? Um, But looking at the whole thing, we have to understand that there's craziness out here. And you might say, well, it's their freedom to be crazy. Yes, it is. They can be crazy. They can go sit in their own little house and their own little swimming pool, whatever it is, be crazy as a bed bug. I don't care. But they're trying to change the government and the culture that we all live in. They want us all to play by their rules. And that's not democracy. That's not liberty. If you want to lay claim to what you have before it's too late, you need to start getting in the game. Because you have to participate. I've said it on the Barstool Buddhist channel many, many times. You simply can't turn over uh, these things to some nameless, faceless crowd who wants something. We all must be heard and we all must participate. Or if you want to put it in a sports analogy, which I hate, one fine morning you're going to wake up and it's the fourth quarter with two minutes left to go and you're 40 points down without a chance in the world of winning. Now, I don't like sports analogies, but that one works pretty well. So focus. Take a look at what's going on, How no matter how unpleasant it looks. Get at the root of what people are trying to do. Find out what your politicians are doing. Um, you know, you can complain to networks about the, the stuff that's coming across so there. It might not do a lot of good, but it does you a lot of good to make the statement and take the stand. So, you know... Um, like I said, this is, uh, this is the obituaries for decency, self-respect, self-reliance, mutual respect. They're almost gone in, in, in a wide swath of the society. They, they mean nothing to a large percentage of people now. And that's, that's a shame. And we need to do something about that. The cause of death is going to be malignant cultural narcissism. Enabled by this postmodern subject subjectism, commonly expressed, like I said in the phrase, my truth no don't accept that you know we all have values we should have values we can remember values keep them close espouse those values when it's your turn to say something about what the world you want to live in we've got to stop just numbing out and running away from what's going on because you know i hate to be this way but if you don't it's coming for you they're going to take what you got they're going to take your beliefs And you're going to be the odd man out. So a lot of it does rest on your individual actions. So get busy, understand what's going on, find a place to stand, find a place to act from and take charge of your world. Talk to you next time.